Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. Timed tests are moronic. Wake up. Yeah. Why are you going to give me, who cares if I read slower or faster? Like that is not, what does it matter how long it takes me to comprehend something? And Liz. Like I really can't say it one more time, so I'm not going to say it. I'm tired. I don't sleep, but I'm not going to say that. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. And happy Tuesday, everybody. Happy Tuesday. We are just chugging right along in November and it's cold. It's cold. <laughs> A big <laughs> That song was, was so good. Um, it is cold. That is something good that came out of TikTok. It's corn. And the A good stuff will make it to Instagram reels. And that's what you, what you guys need to remember. Yeah. What trends are even going on on TikTok right when, now? Like, I feel like there there isn't like a it's corn equivalent um, out at the present moment. I don't know. If you have, if you don't know what it's corn is, look it up. It's worth it. Um, <laughs> it is worth it. Anyway, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. We're going to have a fun day. After we record this, Elizabeth and I are going to Once Upon a Child, which these are like in, I think, most cities, Once Upon a Child. It's like a baby secondhand resale shop. And I have a box of clothes that I've been meaning to drop off there five ever. And I'm going to go do it today. And I've never been to Once Upon a Child as a mother, mother. because I've only been there like with you when you had kids. So I'm like very excited to experience well, it. Here's the thing. They're not all eyes. created equal, Elizabeth. So if you're mm. from St. Louis, don't even bother going unless you go to the ellisville one it is so the ellisville location is so organized i mean now there is not there is not a onesie out of place things are so organized and you find some okay their their toys are chaotic their their toys are chaotic it's gonna be like that but the clothes are so organized and my kids i swear george and hattie they they were in size they were in 3t and 4t for a year and then this winter like literally in september Hattie's now a 4T, George's now a 5T. And I I think like with Fred, like I always do a good, or with kids when they're changing sizes quickly, I always do a good job of like buying the next size up and having yeah. things. The way that George has not a pair of pants. Yeah. The way that Hattie has not a dress long enough right now. Yeah. And like, I swear it happened overnight. So I just need to like get some. Start fresh. I need to get some clothes. And I love, my favorite ways to dress my kids is like, I mean, I love dressing them for church. And like, I love with just George in a button down jeans and his cowboy boots with spiky hair. Like he just looks so cute. And Hattie, I love to do a dress, tights and boots, but I also like love dressing their play clothes. I, I just love like a mixed and matched pattern, especially on Hattie. Especially on a girl. I'm obsessed with like, if we're going to do like a printed floral top, then we do striped leggings, but like it has to go together and it's just very difficult. So I almost need to go. I need to go to like once upon a child where I can like see multiple different patterns because the problem with things in stores is they have three varieties in a hundred sizes. Once upon a child has a hundred things in a hundred sizes. Uh, I see. You're going to love it. I'm really We're going to stop. We're going to get a coffee. We're going to peruse. I can't wait to I peruse. Can't, Liz, I can't wait. You're going to be like. really use some perusing. Especially for like kids of James's age. And expect, you, when, also when you go to a secondhand place like that, if you're in the market for, here's, here's what you can be in the market for trashy play clothes like stuff to send them to daycare okay. where they're like play on the farm with because those are a dime a dozen and really nice stuff because the yeah. kids never wore them they wore them one time like but if you're looking for like a good like everyday dress those i feel like or like even jeans are kind of hard for like kids of george's age mm. but i'm telling you like i'm gonna go in there nice holiday dresses for hattie yeah i need a thanksgiving and then fit thanksgiving fit and then they just need like grody play clothes 
like not yeah. like grody play clothes you know james is the most um middle child firstborn there is because all of his clothes are handed down <laughs> Fred. between fred and then my sister-in-law who also has two sons like i just james just got all of the hand-me-downs i know that's so funny i gosh kids clothes are also just we talked about this before it's just a full-time job like just just organizing them like yeah. i have given you everything that doesn't fit fred anymore mm-hmm. so like if i have another boy like you're gonna have to give it back and we just we can't have boys at the same time in the same sizes yeah no because i won't know what's yours and what's mine which i don't think we will because if i do have an well we can get to that later i mean i guess i can talk to my husband about this <laughs> she just like address it on the podcast and then like you know. well i just feel like you you want to have another baby soon mm-hmm. i don't want to have one that soon okay so i think like you'll have one then if i have one i'll have and one. then at that by my third i might want to pump I think, the brakes for a second no no i think like I don't think we'll, I think we won't be pregnant at the same time again. Yeah, I think we'll just miss each other. If if I do it, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I've well, got to get a, I got to get a new house. That's I don't have an update. People keep asking me for updates. I don't got one. Things are expensive. The market is bleak. But I think th- but things are slowing down. And I'm telling you now I see properties and things that are getting listed. And I'm like, oh, that house just dropped by 50K from because it didn't sell in a week. And it's like, yeah, yeah because you can't just ask for. Uh, no, I mean, it is oh, the housing market. That is a whole other thing we could get into, but let's not. Um, Kel, this is what we've got on our episode today. We have a millennial Sorry. word of the day. We have some dumpity doodahs. We have lit a base model luxuries, fast lane philosophies, advice, industry news, and digital drive throughs so We have so much to get to. So I think we should get started right now with the millennial word of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less, less lame. lame. And I'm bringing the millennial word because this is something I keep hearing. And it's the word coded. I swear we've done coded before, but I have no idea what it means. Well, the morning so I could keeps, use a refresher. The toast keeps saying it. And it's such a good word. It's a word that you're going to want to use. What is it? OK, so we would be like, it's when it's, it's when something is similar. So... It would be like, you know how I like to overuse the word like adjacent? Yeah. Like I'd be like, oh, this is ditch the drive through adjacent. I'd be like, oh, this is ditch the drive through coded. Because it's kind of like that. But what is, where does coded come okay, from? Okay, well, I guess I have- We did do this one. You brought this one and we didn't have a lot of clarity. So now we're just- Portrayed in a way that suggests or resembles having a specific trait or inspiration without being officially- explicitly 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 stated as having that trait i feel like you just said so many words that didn't really mean anything coded is a slang term used online to describe people or fictional characters when they resemble or show traits that are similar just let let me just i'll i'll work into the episode please please do because i i could use some clarity you don't get it I, I don't. I'd be like, like, remember how last episode we did the candy taste test? This is a Kit Kat bar coated. That's like Halloween coated because it was like we were coming off Halloween. That's like similar Halloween coated. <sighs> I don't. I well, just don't I just be over or- your head. I don't get the origin. And I think that's where I'm getting. Well, why do you? Confuzzled. Why are you so obsessed with the origin? Because the origin helps me understand. OK, let me move on. Then that's fine. Coded meaning slang origin. I'll type in origin. Like you think I know how to spell origin. O-R-I-G-I-N. Origin. Mom made a comment about your dyslexia to me the other day. She was just like, 
I can't believe she thought James had two syllables. <laughs> Just James. <laughs> James. James, I know. I didn't. I didn't really think that, did I? James, you go, ja- James. Is James two syllables? Ja James. <laughs> well, then I was like, Ja Orge. Like I knew George was one syllable. <laughs> you know what? Like this. Is so- I'm gonna. Go- you know what I'm gonna do right now is I'm gonna buy a phonics workbook, and we're gonna see how you do at it. So first of all, rude. Second of all. Um, I got I did like a question box the other day and someone said, are you worried about your kids getting your dyslexia? And I want to be like, no, nah, girl, I turned out OK. Like, look, I mean, it's just not like I think some people want me to like, like use your platform as like, like talk about it for more. Like, I just can't spell and I can't pronounce things. And like the words and letters get confused in my head. Like, I'm fine. I'm intelligent. Yeah. Our dad also is probably dyslexic, too. Like and Kelly and my dad are both very successful people. So I'm just not that you're fine. And like between talk to text and like, you know, people using half a brain, like everyone can figure out what I have to say. I have copywriters like I'm fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. fine. Like it's just just a funny. It's just a funny. I also feel like we're in the point in like society where like, I'm sorry, like school is becoming less and less important. Mm, In the sense of like, okay, that sounds really let me back up. School is very important. Okay, but like. I think that you have I think people are realizing that like, standardized get- tests don't Thank equate you. intelligence. That's what I'm trying to say. And things are maybe I don't you should learn how to you need to learn how to read to write to like obviously like ma- like that's important. But I think it's the, the like, I was never a good tester. Yeah. Like and I, got, I think like, that's the greater. I failed the ACT in reading comprehension. I mean failed. Mm-hmm. Like I got like a 15 on it of it, the reading portion. It was it was the question of did you miss a whole section and i (laughs) (laughs) but now look at me now i'm well read no and it's here's the thing i just had to read on my own time timed tests are moronic wake up yeah why are you going to give me who cares if i read slower or faster like that is not what does it matter how long it takes me to comprehend something also you, you the people who were super good at taking tests like we don't know where they're at right and now I was like f- like i was like 16 it like, is not, like i was so young a standardized te- a high standardized test score does not equal a successful person no it doesn't mean you're not going to be successful but there's more levels of success and um i think recognizing your strengths and your weaknesses are important and i also think um laughing about your about yourself is also a very good trait to have so uh, when we're talking about because i've like you know made jokes about you not being able to spell and people are like you really shouldn't like make fun of her her for that and it's like you don't laugh about it it's fine well it's a joke and and she's a loving way and she knows me well like it would be you can just sometimes tell sometimes when we get mean comments it's like you don't have a sister yeah and because i get it because sometimes like when the way that sisters talk like here's what sisters do and if you don't have one like you just you you can't understand this but like elizabeth and i have gotten a knockout drag out screaming at each other fights Mm -hmm. five minutes later we are on our way to starbucks together like it's just it's like i almost i genuinely wish i could have that kind of energy with tyler sometimes because like oh totally i can forgive and forget things with you totally so much it's it's like with your kids it's like that's the best comparison like when george if i get mad at george i'm over it in five seconds if i get mad at liz i'm over it in five seconds yeah isn't that interesting it is it's so true 
And anyway, anyway, that's on being sisters. Okay, let's move on to our dumps. Kelly, I have something so important to share. I'm so excited. <clears throat> so we got a um, and Blake's bestie submission, and October had passed, or our our episode had passed, so I couldn't read it. But I wanted to talk about this one because I think it is so cool and so important, and I want to give them a huge shout out. Okay, so this comes from Candace. She says. Um, she wrote about her son, Graham, who she lost. She says, um, at 27 weeks, my husband and I were rushed to the hospital when I could no longer feel his normal kicks. Normally we do this at the end. So because I, I, I don't, I know some people don't like to listen to this, so I'm not going to share the whole story. Um, but she, uh, delivered her son, Without a heartbeat on July 28th, 2018. His name was Graham Theodore. She wrapped him in an elephant swaddle and held him close. Um, And she said it was the most heartbreaking thing she's ever had to do, but she was very grateful for her special time with him. Um, She says uh, on the day that she was getting blood work taken to find out if she was pregnant because they did IVF, she opened her back car door and saw something on the floor by the seat. She picked it up and it was a small elephant figurine, which she had never seen before. Remember, she wrapped him in an elephant swaddle and elephants kind of always reminded her of Graham. She said she later found out it was her grandmother's elephant. My brother had accidentally left it in my car when we helped him move. I've always envisioned my grandmother holding Graham in heaven. So I felt like this was one of the many signs Graham was. Graham has sent to show me he was with me. It was that day that we received the happy news that we were pregnant with our second son, Harrison. I know in my heart that Graham played a part in choosing Harrison to be his little brother. Graham made me a mother and the person I am today. I love him with all my heart. Then she said, special note, no need to share this on the podcast, but I wanted to let you know, after Graham died, my husband took up coffee roasting as a way of coping with his grief. We affectionately call it Graham D's Coffee Beans. On Graham's fifth birthday, we decided to make Graham D's Coffee Beans a reality in honor of our son, Graham. We donate 100% of the profits to organizations supporting resources, education, and continued research of pregnancy loss, stillbirth, an infant loss. We recently went live on October 19th on what would have been his expected due date. Um, so I think that is so cool. While we're on our pot coffee train, yeah, we decided to order some. So I ordered each of us to um, two bags of coffee. So we're going to try it. We haven't gotten them yet. But if you're on the pod coffee train with us, or if you are a pot coffee drinker, they also have pods too, or uh, yeah, beans. that's like so cool. They have all the coffee. Um, Graham D's coffee beans. They just launched and I cannot believe a hundred percent of their profits goes to these organizations. I'm obsessed. The logo is so cute. It has little elephants on it to honor Graham. And I'm very excited. We haven't gotten it in yet. What did you get me? The cowboy blend? I got you the cowboy you blend the cowboy and blend? the breakfast blend oh. because those were like the more medium, we're like a medium roast kind of girl. So yeah. Um, yeah. If you need some hot coffee, check out Graham D's coffee beans. And Candace, thank you so much for writing in. Thanks for sharing that story, Liz. Also, got Ram? <laughs> Graham. <laughs> Elizabeth. Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> Ke- it is a little... Ca- what is a syllable anyway? <laughs> okay, what do you have on your dump, Kel? <clears throat> I got a few things. I got a few. Oh my gosh, we have to talk about this. What? The skinny jeans. 
skinny jeans. I'm we're bringing them back. We're bringing them back. Okay, so Elizabeth and I were looking through old pictures and there was a picture of Elizabeth from 2019, 2018. And she looks insane. Insane. You, your body looks <laughs> the body amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, do you want to know why you look so good in this photo? It's because it's flattering. She has on skinny jeans, the over-the-knee boots, which are cute. And, and a bodysuit. And a bodysuit. And it's all sleek and cute. And like... If, and then so like saying like I have all these like stupid baggy jeans these jenny's have been bullying me into buy I put on skinny jeans this weekend I wore skinny jeans to church and I'm like I'm I'm I'm, I'm a toothpick like I yeah. am I look these are so much more flattering and I'm so I'm done I'm done with you and your weird pants I'm back to wearing flattering outfits me and too. Elizabeth this is like sister talk Elizabeth has these jeans they're heinous okay her. I bought a freaking pair <laughs> yeah. of jeans postpartum so this is triggering um i bought a pair of jeans both kelly and maddie on separate occasions have told me they don't like them which was tough to hear but <laughs> you know you gotta have those people in your life so i just ordered if we did last year i just ordered a bunch of pair of like one true pair of skinny jeans from express and then like more thin yeah and i think like maybe hopefully most of you like haven't haven't like gone into the the peer pressure of the baggy jeans and you've just been sticking to your skinny jeans but like yeah it's just look we entered the world of the baggy pants and it it bit us it, it bit, bit us. us so hard and then like these cargo pants it's like why do i need those extra bulk around my hips like what are we doing what I are we know. doing who are like i i don't like dress dressing for women i want to dress for my husband I want to dress for my husband and kind and like well and for me too. But like if I, I when my husband thinks I look cute, that makes me feel good and that makes me feel yeah. confident. Right. Right. You know, like I like I like that, you know. Yeah. So anyway, we're bringing the skinny jeans back. They're more flattering. You also bought the 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 boots that Sydney recommended you buy and then you were like, "What do I wear with these?" No. Cuz you can't wear baggy pants with these boots. You had to wear skinny jeans or like a skirt or a dress. And I, I don't like wearing skirts and dresses with my children. Like I'm a mother. Like I've got to be bending over. Like I've got a, I've got a crawler. I can't be in a dress. Yeah. So no, I'm done. I'm over. I'm disgusted. And I'm that's cons- consumerism. Consumerism. Uh, into 2024, I am sticking a little bit more true to my roots. Like I'm not going into these trends as much. Like, and maybe this is also just like an age thing, like being 30. But it's like, what do I like? Yeah. Like what do I like to wear? Yeah. What makes me feel good? Not what like, makes you feel cute. Yeah. And that's why it's also, we've talked about this before. That's why it's finding the bloggers who aren't just like new arrivals, new arrivals. And it's like, buy this piece, wear it 1700 different ways. Mm-hmm. More of that. More of that in 24. I'm so here for it. <clears throat> okay. That was all I had on my dump. But basically, like, I just feel like we're going right. I have so, I have three things on my base model luxuries. Um. Okay. Well, let's get into it then. Because I have some stuff too. But maybe we could save it. Save some of them. No, I'm going to do them all. Okay. Base model luxury where we share a recent new discovery. That's a t- that like isn't hateable for anybody. We've got to work on that. Yeah, we got to work. It's just it's it's not that groundbreaking of a thing. Okay, but it's something to like give you a little extra pizzazz in your life. You'll get it. Let's just let me just say, say okay. these things. First, I'm obsessed, obsessed with the Babe Lash Lash Serum. Your lashes look really, really. When nice. I blink, I start levitating. Yeah. Like I'm your, floating. Your your lashes are quite full. I'm sure. And remember, I had I had a sty and lost these in August. They're like touching your eyebrows. <laughs> I've never like been the girl to have great lashes. 
I got this Babe Lash Serum because I lost my eyelashes what, from my Babe Lash? Babe Lash Lash Serum. They're available online. My code, I think, is Kelly15. But I also thought they are selling them from a two-pack at Costco. So I would get your butt to Costco if you can still find them. But if not, just buy it online. I've had one tube. One tube, I think, is 40 bucks. I'm done. Like, I have another tube. I don't, like, at what point do I stop? Like, at what point? Yeah, I'm like, no, I no think that's these are, like, so true. I think these are long enough. Yeah. And I'm one tube in. Yeah. Obsessed. They and I've, really re- nice. like, yes, you have to be consistent with it. But it's not, it's such a low lift thing to do. You just Every go, swipe, day, swipe. yeah. And I do it, I was having trouble remembering to do it before bed. So instead, I put it in my makeup bag and I do it right before I start my eye makeup. Oh, okay. That way it's just like, I'm not. Yeah, you're thinking about it, you're doing it. I'm yeah. already touching my eyelashes. Yeah. So I did that. And then I I do really like this new Lash Brag mascara from Anastasia Beverly Hills. That's also helping. It's okay. very buildable, but like obsessed love love they look so good okay a next base model luxury is i one time a long time ago not a long time ago there's this place it's called olivino have you ever heard of it it's like an olive oil bar yeah okay so we went out to drinks with tyler's siblings and they we were going out to dinner and they're like let's meet at this olivino place i'm like this is an olive oil store but they're like no they do fun olive olive oil and balsamic inspired cocktails Mm. so fun delish okay but while we were there uh i bought a bottle of lemon olive oil and it is such an elevated experience so how do you what do you eat with it so like if i'm doing chicken in the pan lemon olive oil if i'm oh. roasting vegetables like asparagus lemon olive oil and hmm. it is ju- like, it doesn't work all the time like i agree yeah. but like buy a small bottle and they have so many flavors yeah buy a small bottle and then you just have like this like elevate like a salad dressing Ugh. oh yeah that would be good it's really really good like okay. i've really enjoyed using it I'm, and it's the same price as olive oil, but I mean, you know, you need two, but it's just, it's just very, elevates. Do you taste the difference? Yes. It tastes like lemon. Wow. But like very fresh. Yeah. Okay. You will love it. I'll make you a yeah, salad. I know. I would like that. You would love that. I need to go get some. Okay. And then the last thing I have is, this is such a base model luxury that we just, I think all need to do is, and it's a little bit of an upfront investment. I'm going to be honest. It's two makeup bags consumerism oh my gosh you're right you're falling into no it. here's the thing i have a drawer of my makeup when i'm getting ready at home how often am i coming here to get ready we're going to the farm for the weekend i'm going to the gym to get ready and i'm having to repack like pack a makeup bag and i just want to be able to have a makeup bag that's fully packed not with my reject crap not with stuff i don't like but of the makeup i like on the go well, I was going to say to, you know, combat the consumerism of it all. Um, I do have a separate bag that I do have with not total reject. Like if I re- really don't like it, I'm not going to keep it. But like maybe some cheaper stuff, maybe my because I have some nicer makeup. So maybe I do the drugstore dupe of my on my to go one. Yeah. Just so I'm not buying like two forty dollar. No, because things of concealer. But here's why I'm OK with that, because like you'll use it eventually. Like you're so like then you just rotate it out. Well, I guess I think I you have think to do I what's c- right for you. I'm not going to do that, but I do have. I would pack a separate makeup bag with that, like my just extras. Stays packed. Yeah, I mean, I think I I think the word reject isn't the right one. I think you can find, like you know, your best and your second best. Yeah. But I just like need to get that life together. And like, I just need to go buy another mascara and another bronzer and another cream. And I think I have like two blushes. Like, I think I have enough. Yeah. 
But I just like really need to do that and like have it packed and like buy some toothpaste and a toothbrush. Like, no, I really just need to I need to just bite the bullet and make that commitment because I think my quality of life will really improve if I have two. You just always want to have everything you need on you at all times. And then I don't have to like pack We're it. just moving around too much. I hate packing toiletries. Mm-hmm, and I should too. make sure I should make sure everything's travel size in it. So when we take I can just take that on the plan. It's already yeah. packed. Yeah, it's okay. I'm going to work on that. I need to find a new travel makeup bag. Send me some recs. Um, well, my base model luxury, something I forget about, fake nails. Yeah, I'm just not on that grind. I like, the. I've tried a couple ones. I like, I think they're the Kiss brand. That sounds right. Um, and I just do like the French short and I still cut them even more. Here's the thing. I really, really like them for when I put them on because they're very easy to put on. They're kind of a pain in the butt to take off. I haven't really figured out. Like the directions are like, just soak and they'll pop right off. That doesn't necessarily happen. So I kind of struggle with taking them off. But I love, they're so cheap in comparison to a, they look a little funky right now because I had yeah, red underneath. They're honestly checking the box. They're totally checking the box because my nails looked horrendous underneath. And they're also not causing the same damage that like regular dip um, manicures were. And I hate. I hate getting my nails done. I hate done. getting my nails done. I don't like spending the I money. I, I don't, don't like know what the the trope is about, you know, women having a spotting and like getting your nails done as if it's some relaxing thing. It sucks. It sucks. I hate it. A pedicure, different story. Yes. I will sometimes say I, I'm just going to get a pedicure and a manicure just so I can sit in the pedicure chairs and I don't have to sit in the uncomfortable manicure chairs. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to do it. I, I'm, I'm rocking the bare nail life. I'm just... I just don't want to take the time or the money for it anymore. I totally get it. I might get some ones for Christmas, but then it's just like, maybe not. I don't really think my life will be any different. Do you know what I mean? Like, is your life really different with nails or without nails? As an as a content creator, I do sometimes feel like it is. Yeah, I get that. You know, like sometimes when I post a reel and, and I look back, I'm like, oh, God, my nails looked horrible in that. But when my nails look good, I'm like, oh, my gosh, who is she? Yeah, well, sometimes it like depends on the ad you're doing. Like sometimes it's like definitely like if you're trying having to use your hands a lot, you're like, ooh, crusty, 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 crusty. Um, OK, well, did you have a fast lane philosophy? I have two. Oh, OK, well, now there, it's time for fast lane philosophy where we share something to pique your curiosity. There you go. Okay, I saw this on Instagram. I literally took a screenshot of an Instagram reel. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, like that's boomer coded. Okay. Do you get it? Yeah. Okay. Your motherhood. Why can't you just say that's, that is boomer adjacent? At- like, because it's, I'm trying to use a new word. Okay. <laughs> your motherhood will outlive you and live inside your children forever. Oh. Oh. How good good. is that? That's good. That's so good. Obsessed. Obsessed. If you choose the easy path, life will end up hard. You can't take the easy way out. No. Yeah, you can't. Because it will catch up to you and life will be hard. Because life isn't easy. And life isn't isn't fair. And if you just coast it and you take the easy route every time. Things are going to be more difficult. Yeah, for you're you. just re- and, you're just rewarding what I and just said. Here's the other thing: you're like you just rewarded it. Okay. <laughs> you're and, like. And, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, and if you do hard things often, then when another hard thing comes your way, you're going to be prepared. If you always take the easy route, when a marginally, marginally hard thing comes your way, it's going to seem an ex- like an extremely hard thing. 
Yeah, it's like when you do difficult things periodically, then you get more used to doing hard things regularly. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I just do here. <laughs> I just rewarded what Kelly, you it's said. It's a podcast. It's a talk back and forth We're not thing. trying to hit a word count, Liz. Like, you can just move on. Okay, are we moving on to industry? I'm ready to move on. <laughs> to advice. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, this is funny. Advice. The kicker. The this, kicker. Is, this comes from Jen. Hi, Kelly and Liz. I'm a former teen and currently a fellow mom of three. And I drive a 2018 Honda Pilot with a bench seat for my three kids, five, three, and four months. Our current car seat configuration has three across, the five-year-old forward facing the middle and the three-year-old and baby on either side of her. I'd like to keep the three-year-old rear facing for as long as possible because I know that's the safest for him. That said, he sometimes has big feelings on the way home from a long day at daycare and he ends up kicking his five-year-old sister next to him since they are basically face-to-face. Ouch. <laughs> I am trying to weigh the safety of turning him forward facing, even though he still meets the height and weight requirements of rear facing with the safety of a sister next to him and me as the distracted driver. All the info out there is related to the safety in the seat, but but me driving while trying to referee can't be safe either. Is there any data to support what the right answer might be? Do you ever have this issue with George and Hattie next to each other face to face? Any advice is appreciated, car seats or children related. I have so many thoughts on this. Okay, well, I don't. Well, <laughs> you take this one. Okay, so I think yes, the the conversation of when should you put your kid forward facing is every CPST in the world is going to tell you this. It's a best practice to keep him rear facing for as long as possible. Duh. Like that's that's the data. I think that families I struggle when families flip kids forward facing for no reason. I think sometimes mm. as parents, we are so anxious to get to the next milestone. Of anything like I'm like so excited to start solids like my, with my first baby I'm like starting solids at four months and I'm like that was stupid like why would I want so yeah. it's just interesting sometimes as parents like we're always looking for that next milestone and I just think I wouldn't take the car seat as flipping them forward facing as a milestone like okay. it's just like it's a, that one thing that just doesn't need to be a milestone now I I also think though that any any day they're rear facing like is a win and, sh- and like should be celebrated. Like it's kind of like bre- breastfeeding. Like you breastfed for one more day. Congratulations. Like you kept them rear facing for one more day. Congratulations. So that to be said, if you want to flip them forward facing like and you feel like you have a reason like it is it is still safe. OK. And I totally agree with what you're saying about. um, Where is your role as the referee and how safe is that? I also want to say I don't think that flipping them forward is going to stop the fighting. Like I just don't necessarily think that's going to happen like but it might stop the physical the physicality of the kick 
yeah, but whether they're being kicked in the face or slapping or grabbing each other's hands, like it, you, it is distracting to drive with three kids. Yeah. Bottom line. So I would also say like a best practice, if you want the best practice, it would be is that when a fight starts to pull over and address the fight and stop driving while there's fighting. Like that's what that that's what Google and any CPST is going to tell you to do. Okay. So you could go that route. Like if you want to keep them rear facing, keep them safe, pull over and try to stop the fighting. I'm wondering if you could put a poster board between them. I'm being hmm. dead serious. Hmm. Just because a poster board can't be a projectile. I mean, it's not. It's not. It's just a piece of paper. Yeah. And you just put a poster board between them. And maybe that would help. George and Hattie fight sometimes, but they honestly really get along pretty well. So they don't fight very much. Um, I wonder how that would affect your visibility would be my thought. What do you at mean? At the back and the poster board. I don't think it would affect it. All right, well. Because they're still... You know, I'm going to have to field test that. Don't do that yet. Don't take that advice. That's just an idea that popped into my head. So bottom line is, I don't... I think it is dangerous to drive distracted. Like, I would prioritize not getting in an accident because that's yeah. like that's the most important way to keep your family safe is to not get in an accident whether they're rear facing or forward facing you don't want to put any child through a collision so right if there's if you're feeling like you're too distracted and you will be a safer driver without it then i think that that's okay okay that answer your question hopefully not i don't know that's a tough one it is a tough one it's a it's it's just really hard to parent and drive like i get it like and then like you don't want to give them food because you don't want them to choke and like it's yeah. just and you know like the other day hattie we're driving down the highway and there's not an exit for six miles and hattie goes i have to poop and she's like screaming like like she wants me to pull like i can't pull up on the side of the road and like yeah. she's screaming wakes up fred fred's crying and i am just oh. in this seventh circle being like am i gonna make like this is it's just crazy. Yeah. It is really hard to drive as a parent sometimes. Some people yeah. don't talk about that. No. One thing I will say and about that advice question is, um, and this could be incorrect, but I do also think that like everything is also a phase, you know, and, and while we are like always waiting for that next milestone and everything, like they come quickly. And so that next milestone of maybe managing feelings a little bit better or them not fighting or whatever that it might come sooner than you think. Yeah. Too. And you can maybe put your five-year-old in the third row. Yeah. You could put your five-year-old in the third row and then you could put the two kids next to each other, the two rear facing kids next to each other and access the third row on that other outboard seat. There you go. <laughs> but uh, again, that's the conversation of like also three kids in a car is just hard. Yeah. And sometimes like there's all these, you know, there's sometimes there's just not a hack. Yeah. Sometimes it's just going to be hard. But if you take the easy way out, Life will be hard. Yeah. And so if you were to take the easy way of this situation, then it could potentially make things harder for you. Wow. That's such a new fresh perspective, Elizabeth. <laughs> that is so new and fresh. Where did you come up with that? I'm always, you know me. Okay. Are we moving on to industry news where I spilled a hot, 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 hot tea going on in the auto industry? Yeah, girl. Guys, this is crazy. Well, everyone's still only talking about electric vehicles and... It's just goss, goss, goss. The goss is hot. <clears throat> this is the first article I'm going to talk about. This is from Insider. It says there's an oversupply of EVs versus gas cars at dealerships, solving two of the solving two of the biggest problems with car shopping right now. Auto dealers are sitting on way more electric cars than they are gas powered one. Oh, guess who wrote this article? Oh, Alexa St. John. We have to get her on the pod. I know. I'm going to reach out to her. I think I have her phone number. <clears throat> 
Cox Automotive said in June that EV inventory is having a field of dreams moments. However, having more inventory means test drive opportunities and better deals. So what's just really interesting about what happened to this EV landscape is for so long, EVs were everyone was coming out with a new one and there were none there. So all the people who were like foaming at the mouth to get an EV, they all had to basically buy one side unseen. Yeah. Like I remember going through this with the Volkswagen, the SunTrip Volkswagen, because they got some ID4s and they had people who were begging for an ID4. And like Volkswagen was like, here's one. Don't sell this one. This is just a test driving vehicle. So mm. now that inventory is stabilizing, the good news is, which is I, which is how the auto industry should operate. People are able to test drive these EVs. So that's exciting. But this is crazy. The new car inventory on dealer lots is sitting out a 45 day supplies, meaning it would take them 45 days to sell all the cars. Sorry. Did I say 45? Yeah. It's 54. <laughs> right? Yeah. New car inventory <laughs> on dealer lots is sitting at about 54 days supply, according to Cox. That means it would take the dealership 54 days to sell all the new cars. Okay. Electric vehicles, that number is at 92 day supplies, which is up 343% from a year ago. Whoa. I thought your mouth was like wide open. No, you were yawning. <laughs> I'm sorry. Isn't this interesting? Kelly... It's interesting, and like I really can't say it one more time, so I'm not gonna say it. I'm tired. I don't sleep, but I'm not gonna say that because it's you know I don't want to be that horse. Everyone's everyone's tired. But just don't call it that. I'm yawning. That's why it's a podcast. I can't see that. That's all. Anyway, Cal, my jaw is on the floor because that is pretty shocking. It isn't. It isn't. Now I'm kind of like over this. Like, okay, we get it. It's not shocking. EVs aren't signed. Like, we talk about something else. It's not shocking. What are the people going to do? Where is the article being like, but here's the new plan? It's like, where is that? I don't know, Kyle. Tell Alexa St. John to get, get writing on it. My next story is from Motor Trend because Motor Trend announced their SUV of the year. Ooh. 43 options. Um, I'll guess. You're never going to guess. Oh. What if you gave me three options? Okay. Um, hold on. I'm trying to find like three. Out. They tested 40 different new SUVs. Okay. Um, I can't think of three. I can't okay. do that. It was the Blazer EV. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> the 2024 Chevy Blazer EV was their SUV of the year. So maybe Motor Trend's doing something for the EV community. Um, why did they pick that car? Okay, so they chose the Blazer EV for a wide range of reasons. I was very interested in the um, Motor Trend SUV of the year process they actually mm-hmm. invited me to the reveal oh you know but it was kind of last minute and it was in california so mm-hmm. we couldn't make that happen but what's it, it's it's honestly worth a google search because they do the most like they get the, these 40 cars i guess the motor trend buys their own cars i'm not sure and they bring them to the desert and they have like all the all their journalists like put them through all these rigorous tests so they said some of the highlights was they liked the um aesthetics but it was mm-hmm. also not overcomplicated. <laughs> one of the um, one of the judges said, "Real door handles on an EV? What a concept!" I mean, that's so valid. I know. Um, they also said Chevy didn't mess around with storage. There is a roll top cubby. 
a covered bin in the center console, a long wheelbase, which has abundant space, as well as a huge rear seat in large cargo areas. It feels big on the inside without being enormous on the outside, which I thought was good. I think that's all great. Um, we've got every blazer has the 11 inch digital gauge behind the massive 17 inch infotainment system. We've talked about this a lot. Chevy's just new infotainment system is it like everyone's talking about it like mm-hmm. Chevy just their new infotainment system for their 23s and 24s are just top notch. Um, it goes on to talking about like the engineering excellence, how it's just like a well performing car. It has several different trim levels. Um, uh, hold on. Let me get to down here. Value. This was interesting. The least expensive Blazer EV is the 2LT all-wheel drive starting at $56,000. All-wheel drive starts at 60, while the longer range rear version start at 61.7 and the SS should command about 66. Those numbers are considerably higher than the... um, ice blazers and the ev pricing is in line with other electric suvs that's the thing they're all just making the price based off of the other ones in its market yeah it's just like oh tough i think they also just it's it was based i mean people like love the chevy bolt and like the bolt did a really good job and this is just a better version of the bolt it says this establishes chevy once again as a serious force in the ev space well, I think I like the. Met- I'm surprised. I, I I like the metrics that they that they chose it based off, not so much of. Okay, do you want to hear the finalist? Oh, sure. Let's see who we would have picked. The 2024 Alfa Romeo. Just what did I, I don't like that car. The 2024 BMW X1. The 2024 Cadillac Lyric, which is Cadillac's electric SUV. The 2024 Chevy Blazer. The 2024 Chevy Trax, the 2023 Genesis GV70 Electrified, the 2024 Honda Pilot, the 2023 Land Rover Sport, the 23 Lexus RX Crosstrek. I would have given to the Honda Pilot. I was going to say Honda Pilot. <laughs> but like that's also just like But our, that's for mom. That's but, for families. That's the market. Yeah, but if I... So I was thinking about this because I might do a car mom car of the year this year. I've been really, really brainstorming on it. And to do it, it would have to be a car that was redesigned in 23. See, that's why I just don't know. Is it in 23, 424? Or does that have to be a 2023 model year and it came out in 2022? This is where things get hairy. But I feel like the cars to talk about that have recently come out are the Mazda CX-90, the Honda Pilot, and the Grand Highlander. Like, those are kind of like the three big... But then it's... Because the Traverse isn't out yet, so you can't do Traverse in Acadia. Oh, okay. The TX, I'm like, I haven't even... Ha- ju- just came out. So I feel like those are the three that have like been around for a minute. So out of those three, out of those three, we've seen all of them. Who would you pick? Wait, say them again. The Grand Mazda Highlander. Mazda CX-90, Grand Highlander, Honda Pilot. Honda Pilot. Really over the Grand Highlander? Yeah. I was kind of thinking that too, which I know yeah. is crazy, but... Uh, and I, would, I wouldn't give it to the CX-90. I just think it's niche and expensive, and I don't like the lack of ventilation. It doesn't just do it. It doesn't have enough party tricks. The removable seat in the Honda Pilot is it's, hard to it's beat similarly to what they said like it, it feels very big on the inside um i re- i was very impressed with the redesign of the honda pilot and i wasn't and i wasn't quite as shocked at the grand highlander i kind of get that and it's interesting because even though the grand highlander was a new model altogether it didn't feel it didn't have the sh- like 
the new the grand highlander feels more similar to the typical highlander than the new pilot felt to the old pilot i mean the new pilot is boxy it's cute yeah doesn't have ceiling vents doesn't have a car seat tilt grand highlander has ceiling vents no car seat tilt i'm pretty sure they're neck and neck on trunk space the bench of the pilot's good though and I think I like the yeah. looks of the pilot better. I think I do too. But yeah. I don't know. I would have to look at them both again. I would have to look at them both again. And I would have to read up on some more specs. Yeah. And I would need to dive into the value a little bit more to see. I don't, I'm don't. i not f- familiar enough with the prices. I need to dive into that. Maybe we'll do a vote. Maybe we'll all come up with one. Stay tuned. I'll let you know. Okay. Now. Is that, that's all. Now yeah. it is time for Ditch the drive through where we give you an easy dinner mm-hmm. recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner, dinner rut. rut. This comes from Megan. And. I know it's going to be good. And it's simple. Oh, but such a it's one of those just like this is a good reminder. Remember to do this. It's like putting real handles on an EV. It's like the Chevy Blazer. It really is. She says, I just ripped up a random lunch for my husband and I and it turned out so good. We both got second. So I knew I had to share. And that's when, you know, it's like you're mm-hmm. just scrounging around. Mm-hmm. What can I throw together? Sausage and ravioli. Cook ravioli according to the package and slice and saute sausage. Remove sausage from pan. Heat up some olive oil and garlic for the so- quote unquote sauce and then toss everything together. Voila. So simple and easy. We used plain sausage and the cocoa. Co- what's that? Cat. <laughs> it's a cash- cockyo <laughs> <laughs> guys it's the kick something concave <laughs> sausage from trader joe's um what is that doesn't co- matter i don't know anyway. cacao c-a-c-i-o anyway she says just go by any sausage and she keeps saying sausage what does that mean chicken sausage whatever you want Okay. Cocoa eat <laughs> Pronounce Cacio. Hold on. What are you trying to do? Cacio e pepe. I just said. Cacio e pepe. I just said cacio. Okay. Cacio well, pepe. If you. Could you understand why I maybe don't trust your pronunciation <laughs> of Saudi With my track out? record? Can you just maybe understand With why, why you're not the per- first person I would maybe trust Wait, on margarine? that? Margeline? Um. Anyway. <laughs> Guys, it's sausage and it's ravioli. Put it together. Make a little olive well, oil, it's a garlic carb- sauce. It's a carbon of protein. Yeah. Throw, throw any vegetable you have in your saute, your saute and stuff. You know what I've Call been into? A, huh? a wilted spinach. You just did this in your eggs that you made me. Throw some wilted, throw some spinach in there. Yeah. Oh, you know what I've been doing lately? Oh, I did it one time, but it was great. <laughs> okay. Um, Maddie just finished a 75 hard. So he wanted to celebrate with frozen pizzas and beer. So um, I made him a frozen pizza and I made me a frozen pizza because I just had a pepperoni pizza, but I wanted to like kind of zhuzh it up. So I put cherry tomatoes on top, uh, banana pepper, fresh banana peppers from the farm and um, some spinach. And I put that all over the frozen pizza and then baked it all together and it was so good that and this is good. your reminder that you can add toppings to your frozen pizza and people don't talk about that that's what i'm saying and like you can mix it up to get you out of your frozen pizza you rut. can do half and half yeah because maddie likes very plain things and i like to zhuzh things up and so i took every, any vegetable i had which was the banana peppers and <gasps> liz tomato. that's genius yeah and it was so good that's genius Okay, and, guys, and that's our- no. We're almost there, Cal. We have to pick out who's leaving our review today. Feels like it Chevy should, Blazer. Feels like it should be the Blazer. Chevy Blazer. 
Because the Blazer wasn't, it's it's like that thing with freaking Equinox. It's like the only thing it has in common is the name. The Chevy Blazer EV is not the Chevy Blazer. Well, if you drive a Chevy Blazer or a Chevy Blazer EV, head to the review section, leave us five stars and tell us why you love the pod. We would love, love, love to hear from you. Oh, yeah, Let's but- also throw a Trailblazer in there. Chevy has too many. Hold on. I'm going to look this up. Okay. Chevy has. Too- I'm sorry, Liz. We always harp on Kia for having too many SUVs. Chevy has too many SUVs right now. They need to consolidate. Don't you think? I don't know. I'm going to tell you what you think. Okay. Let's go here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They have too many. They have too many. Okay. We've got Trax, Trailblazer, Equinox. Hold on. Where did this go? Oh, geez. Sorry, guys. Okay. Here's what they have. Trax, Trailblazer, Equinox, Blazer, Traverse, Tahoe, Suburban. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's seven. That's a lot of SUVs. That I mean, yeah. That's seven. How many like sedans? What do they? And then they have some trucks. And then what else do they have? And then they have the Bolt, which is kind of like a thing. And then they have their trucks, which is fine. And they've got a Malibu. No one's doing. No one's doing sedans anymore. That's it's like so. It's like the skinny jeans of the car market. Like no it one's really doing them. is. But we'll see if they make if they come back. I hope they do make a comeback. Okay, if I was Chevy, here's what I would ditch. You don't... I mean, why do you need it? These three cars are do, all doing the same thing. You need the Traverse, Tahoe, and Suburban. Yes, I agree. But yeah, Blazer, pick Equinox, Trailblazer, pick one. Pick one and give it your all. Pick the Equinox and move on. I was going to say pick the Equinox. Maybe yeah. maybe the tracks is like well, your if compact. You're, if you're only going to have one sedan, then you do have to have a small car option. But like to me, the Trailblazer and the Blazer just seem like very... I just very how do you make a decision yeah I don't know that's crazy Hyundai has too many SUVs too so, so does anyway, BMW if you drive a they blazer, have too many SUVs well Kelly that's where the market's going Kelly it's the bat like you said it's the baggy jeans well they just okay whatever everyone has to go to Abercrombie they have too many pairs of baggy they jeans they have too many pairs of baggy jeans all right it's 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 consumerism, it's consumerism for the love of it all <laughs> Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast and just, you know, sticking through this chaos. And we will see you guys next time. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.